With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hey, guys. Back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck, yeah. And some waves, so we could go surfing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, can a girl go shopping? Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. The volume. All right, guys. If you remember when September started, I couldn't believe that we were finally in the NFL season, but we're deep into it now. It's been going and it's been up, it's been down, but as always, football's been fun. And with the DraftKings Sportsbook, you never have to miss out on any of the action. So you can bet on all of your favorite teams and cash in every single week. So you're always in the game. All you gotta do is bet $5 or more and get $150 in bonus bets instantly at the DraftKings Sportsbook. By making any pregame wager of $5 or more to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. Get in on the action at the DraftKings Sportsbook right now. Download the app, use the promo code DCTV, bet $5 or more and get $150 in bonus bets instantly at the DraftKings Sportsbook. Is an official sports betting partner of the NFL. And I'm so happy to be partnering up with him. And the crown is yours right now. Let's go. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. And if you're in New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NEW-YORK or text 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit vcpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, licensee partner Golden Nugget, Lake Charles. Age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. See sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms for eligibility. Terms and responsible gaming resources. Bonus bets expire. 168 hours after issuance. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms. Yo, what up, guys? I'm back, and I'm back with the boy Ben Askren. You guys know, time for Funky and the Champ. Ben, what's up, baby? How you doing? You look good. Where you at? But I'm down in Australia, actually, the land down under. I'm doing something with your boys, Train Alta, today. Um, we're doing, a, you know, cutting some wrestling seminars with a family vacation. Oh, so you're on vacation there? Well, I got, uh, I am doing some wrestling seminars, but I have uh, my whole family here. We did a lot of fun things. We saw some penguins, saw some kangaroos. We did the Great Ocean Road, all kinds hey, wait, of stuff. Wait, why aren't your what? kids in school? Why are your kids not in school? 
Bro, they don't learn in school. School's too easy. We're, Dude, wait, fine. wait. Seriously, why aren't your kids in school, bro? Like, seriously. We, what tell is them, we just said they're missing school. It's not a big deal. I'll call CPS on you. You know who that oh, is? School's huh? easy, Daniel. School, I'll call school's easy. I was giving them math problems in the car yesterday. Really? Yeah, really. It's so crazy whenever I meet a person that thinks they're smarter than the teachers. You think you're smarter than the people tasked with teaching our youth. Did you know... <laughs> With the great Whitney Houston said, I believe I the children are our future. Teach yeah. them well and let them lead the way. If you're the one teaching our children, uh, I don't know if I'm okay with it, bro. Erica's going to be amazing. Professional. Have a lot of freedom, a lot of innovation. Okay. All right. I guess. <laughs> I guess. Hey, I saw a kangaroo on the golf course when I was in Australia. Like they yeah. actually are just running around and I heard they're very dangerous. Very dangerous. Yeah. They told me they're very dangerous. I heard that. But okay, but here's the I'll give you the but. I didn't get to see any in the wild, which I was disappointed about, but there was like nature sanctuary that we went to the first day we were here. And it's wild. They're like, they don't have liability here. There's no fences. You could kind of, there's like a little rope. And these kangaroos <laughs> are just hanging out. Like I easily could have stepped over the rope and met and messed with the kangaroos. Yeah, but but I was warned that they're dangerous. But then you'd be the person that kind of like goes and does things that you're told not to do. When in reality, yeah. it's life or death. Like, don't climb in the tiger cage. Don't mess with the bears. But people do that, and then they die, and then you wonder. Like, it's it, it doesn't make any sense. All right, yeah. man. Let's get to topics. Okay, First topic. Go. Sean Strickland has long been a guy that has been a bit controversial, to say the least. All right? Mm -hmm. But he seems to be getting his flowers from a lot of people right now. Even Drake is Duplessis the other day had glowing words for Sean Strickland as a champion. What do you make of that? Is that a mistake by Duplessis to be showing Strickland that level of respect, knowing that you're the guy that has to try to, you are tasked with trying to take the belt off of him? Um, no, I, I don't hate it at all. Um, and, you know, the quote, what he said was that he, Sean Strickland was not afraid to fight him. I think acknowledging the truth is is really important. And no, Sean Strickland is not afraid to fight him. He's um, not afraid. He likes to fight. He fights really often. Um, you know, Sean Strickland, even I think it was either one or two fights. He took that one fight where it was a kind of a no name Russian where a lot of dudes won't take that fight. And he just took it. No big deal. Um, so, no, he's that guy. And I think it's important to acknowledge the truth. And if uh, if you're lying, people are going to know. Like if he's saying Sean Strickland's afraid of me, people are like, no, he's not. But that's not but that's not the case, though. So everybody that says this guy's afraid, they're lying. You think every uh, time someone says a fighter's afraid, they're lying. So when Hamza Chimaev says stuff like this guy doesn't want to fight me, he's afraid. You think he's lying? You think you think that doesn't happen? I absolutely, I absolutely think it happens where guys want specific fights and they won't sign contracts. And you know the the part of uh, the fear for a lot of fighters, it's actually very rarely is like a physical fear, right? Because what we do all the time is fight people in the gym. For most people, it's a psychological fear of being embarrassed. That's what they're really scared of. They mm -hmm. don't want to be embarrassed because it's not, you're not, you don't have that. No, um, I, well, I think, I, I think I don't have it. Cause I lost so many times when I was a kid, <laughs> when I, was, I wasn't good at wrestling. So I just lost. <laughs> a lot. And my way Man. to get better was just to keep competing until I got better. And yeah, so but, like, but sometimes I like, Sometimes you like put yourself in situations that are going to be very, very difficult to get through. And then like, I don't get it. I don't get it because I am at least smart enough. I'm not smarter than you. I will never claim that. I think ah. you're brilliant. 
I think you're brilliant in regards to a lot of things. Where I don't think you're the smartest is in competition because you think you can beat anybody in anything. Yeah. Look, I'm a competitive guy, but you that that thing that you have has allowed people to do great things. Nobody thought you'd beat Tyrone Lewis to make the Olympic team, but but you. Nobody yeah. like nobody thought that, so you did. But then you also thought, I'm going to go beat this dude in the boxing match. You also thought, I'm going to go wrestle Jordan Burroughs well, no, in the middle of his prime. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> I thought you were bringing that up. I had no illusions I was going to beat Jordan Burroughs, right? Well, why wrestle I, him then? Okay, because here, I'll, I'll tell you exactly what. I, we've had to have this conversation before. I no, we've never it. talked about this shit. I, I don't okay, get it. Here's the in 2017, I retired from one championship, right? I love wrestling. I really genuinely love <laughs> wrestling. And so I, I asked Brian Snyder, hey, hey, can I come train with Jordan Burroughs? And I went down there and I trained with him for four days just because I like, I want to see what it was like. I want I wanted to scrap with him a little bit, you know? And he beat me. And, you know, uh, I'm still scrappy. So it's not he just totally killed me every practice. But <laughs> we, we worked over four days straight. I knew how that match was going to go. Well, Beat the Streets calls me and they said, do you want to wrestle Jordan Burroughs? And I said, uh, you know, it's like they, someone fell out and it was, I know I'm not going to win. I know I'm not going to win. He did. I, I, there's no way I was going to beat him. I, I trained with him for four days and yeah. then, but I love beat the streets. I want to do them a favor. It'll bring a lot of attention to wrestling. Yes. Yes. I, yes. I do that. And that was it. It was like, but yeah, I'm not disagreeing you. that it's the it's positive, but it's like yeah. the thing that has made you win in a lot of situations that yeah. most didn't think you could, but it also yeah. makes you go into situations where it's like, I probably like, dude, I don't care how many times Jamil Kelly tries to trick me into thinking I can wrestle Kyle Snyder. I'm like, no, I can't. He's going to tech me. And then it's going to be embarrassing because I have that thing in me that makes me feel embarrassment. You don't. But it's like, yes. if Sean Strickland, or sorry, if Drake is Duplessis says that I think Sean Strickland's scared of me, people don't maybe not believe him, but yeah. it's not embarrassing when they say, well, you're lying because I think it's like you have to build a fight. You have to. And you got to do yeah. something. Yeah, I think you know. I yeah, I don't have a problem with it. I always felt like if I didn't have something bad to say about someone, I didn't want to say it. Um, so like Robbie Lowe, I thought he was great. Um, you know, I still think he's a good dude. I don't want to say nothing bad about him because I don't got nothing bad to say about him. So yeah. I don't have an issue. And I I think there's a thing like. I, I'm sure there's someone in this book, and obviously like John Jones, you don't like him, so there's a genuine animosity. It's easy to say stuff. It's easy to say stuff, and there's enough things to, that you can pick out to say, right? He it kind of makes an easy target sometimes, um, but right if if you if you have a genuine like uh, respect for someone, I'm sure there's someone. Why would you feel the need to say something bad about them? Like you're still going to compete as hard as you. You are Daniel. You're a professional. You know, I got a great example for you. I was trying to think of an example in my head. Mo, Mo, when you and Mo yes. were one, two in America, you probably liked him a lot. You probably Love had a high him. respect for him, but you still wanted to go beat him. And you went and competed yes. hard. And you were successful, right? Yes. That's but I never, example. but even in that though, right? Even though we were friends and remained friends, I didn't yes. feel like I needed to publicly tell people that all his positives. I don't feel like you have to go out and tell people all his positives. But we were wrestling, so no one gave a shit, so no one asked you. But what exactly. if I were to ask you? What if but I were to ask you? MMA, but even in MMA, though, right? Like, so what, what for me, and this only will go, like, Drake is Duplessis, to me, yeah. is the best. You know why? Because he literally takes no offense to anything I say. Because he must understand the job. Uh -huh. So he doesn't get mad when I say he might have messed up by not fighting Izzy that night. 
he still does the interview. He doesn't get mad if you judge him on something he says. He still does yeah. the interview. He kind of understands the job, so he doesn't really take offense to it, whereas most fighters do. So I like yeah. Drake's Duplessis, and this is just going to go into the long list of things that I have said that he probably disagrees with. I just don't know that you have to publicly tell a dude, hey, man, you're pretty good, man. You fight everyone. But what if someone asked you? What if they asked you, point blank? What if I asked you? Uh, let's just say King Mo, because that was an example we brought up that you guys were good friends and he was really, really high-level competitor to you. What if I said, hey, Daniel, what do you think about Mo going into this match? Would you have tried to put him? You wouldn't have tried to put him down. You I'll tell you what I would I'll, Can I tell you what I would have done? I would have spoke, this is what you. This is what people do in competitive situations when they know someone. You say okay. something good about them, but then you follow it with a negative. Well, he's really good at <laughs> but is that true? Am I lying? Am I lying? People who are super competitive, they give you a compliment, but then it's followed by yeah. like it's followed by an, an insult. Like it, that's the way it works, and that's probably what I would have done. I would have said, you know what? He's that's really when you know they're not genuine. <laughs> he does a great job. His double leg, his hand fighting. He's gotten really good since he's going to Colorado Springs. But if you really pay attention to what he does, he does this wrong, or he does this wrong. That's what happens. So that's probably what I would have done. And you know, oh my maybe God, missed yeah. it. That might be what Drake is Duplessis did, and we're just kind of missing it. But yes, I would have complimented him, but those compliments would have been followed by an <laughs> insult because that is kind of who I am. I'm petty. Uh, that's so, <laughs> so Ben, that that's kind of what it would have been. And sadly, most people do that, bro. Like, I'm telling you, talk to Love competitive it. people, especially active athletes, and they'll do the same thing. All right, Ben. Yeah. So one of the hottest names in mixed martial arts is Hamza Chimaya. He took the world by storm. He is just, honestly, he is just hell on wheels. He does tend to slow down as the fight goes longer. He hurt himself in the Kamaru Usman fight, said that he's having hand surgery, said that he wants to fight at UFC 300. Bro, one Colby Covington, <laughs> one Colby Covington, who generally has a lot to say, had something to say about this. Colby said they were looking at setting up that fight with that MF Chemayev, but he's unprofessional. He's a clown. He's out there laughing when he's missing weight by 10 pounds, making a fool of this publicly traded, beautiful company of the UFC, making a fool laughing while you're ruining the main event of a pay-per-view. So he's not accountable. He's not someone they can trust in that spotlight. That's Kobe Covington. Pulls no punches yeah. as he normally does. When you hear that Hamza Chemayev wants to fight at UFC 300, A, who would you like to see him compete against? And B, and B, what do you make of Kobe Covington's comments? Well, I'm still on the conspiracy theory about them telling Hamza to miss weight and, and switch, switch doing the switch up with you. <laughs> so you actually, you're supposed I, I think that's a possibility. Dude, I that's really... impossible. Because, because of the, listen, oh, Nate, Diaz was, Nate Diaz was leaving. They didn't want Nate. Nate Diaz left after beating Tony Ferguson on a yeah. victory. If you're leaving a company, if you're leaving a job, they don't want yeah. you to leave in the way that you're valuable. They would have liked yeah. for him to lose. I think that's why he got Hamza. Could you imagine if he fought Hamza? It just worked Chimaya? out too good, bro. It just I don't know. I don't know. It just worked out too nice for him. Um, but the, the Chmayev now, it's obvious. He should be fighting against uh, the winner of Strickland versus Duplessis. So you wanted to fight the title for the title right away? Yeah, why not? Let's do it. 
Man, what about the rest of these dudes? What about what about Izzy? What about Robert Whitaker now? Oh no, Robert Whitaker got beat by Drakus. If Drakus wins, Robert yeah. Whitaker's out. What about Jared Cannonier, who is on the win streak? Uh, like, let's throw Chmaev in there. We we've been talking about Chmaev fighting for the title since two thousand twenty, right? Well, I think it was that Corona era, right when it was the the Fight Island, and he won a bunch of fights real quick. Like let's put let's put him in there. He's was he thirteen and zero now? Yeah, he, he's he's got a big record, but Ben. Yeah, the reason we've been talking about him fighting for the belt is because he's looked so good. But yeah. I will say this: I will say this. He lost, or he won all of his fights. He looked like yeah. a world beater in the beginning, but when he has been in there with guys like Gilbert Burns and Kamaru Usman, right? Yeah, it doesn't look as crazy dominant because but now he's fighting the best guys in the world. UFC champ. UFC title contender, right? Those are guys. I, that's a guy I who get it. The title twice and a champ. I get. I get it. I get yeah. it. I get that it's going to be tougher, obviously. But I'm saying, like, we thought that he was going to buzz through every human being. I didn't think world. that. No. Yeah, no, you that did. Was, I, yeah, you did. No, bull crap. Bull crap. You have that literally like, told well, me off the record. You have told me off the record. You and Chase Aldate. Who used stuff to up right now. Was that you and Chase Aldate? Right now. You and Chase Saldate, who used to wrestle for me, wrestles from Michigan State now, talks about Hamza Chimaev as if he could wrestle Olympic-level guys. Olympic-level guys. How would Hamza do against that? Yes, you did. How would Hamza do against this dude? How would Hamza do? You, you guys actually compare MMA fighters to wrestlers, which is crazy because you're as involved in this sport as anyone. You're crazy right now. You are talking crazy. You're, you're funny. You are funny. <laughs> Okay, listen. I think he's. I think he's a very good wrestler. Um, I think in a wrestling how match, him, Nickel. I'm putting how, my money up. How on good? Nickel. How good? Top three and how? Top five in the world? Top ten? Like what? How good is Hamza a wrestler? No, probably not that. I mean, 86, 86 kilograms drops off pretty quickly, which is probably the weight class he would be in. Yeah. Uh, America's got a lot of good guys. Iran's got a lot of good guys. No, probably not. No, I, I don't is, know. Somewhere, so, somewhere so, down so, there. So, so, so you're saying Bo Nickel beats him in a fight or a wrestling match? Wrestling match. Wrestling match. I don't know about a fight. I'm not sure. I we gotta watch both fights some more before <laughs> that. But if it's a wrestling match, uh you bet on you bet on Chemayev, I'll bet on Bo Nickel. But I, I never said I wanted to bet Chemayev. You You're trying to paint me into a corner now. You're trying to paint me into a corner now on a wrestling well, match. You, I'm you not put doing words that. in my mouth. So I mean hey, you did that. Well, dude, just... you have you... there's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, 
elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to point game. King of the court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to point game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. I've said off the record that, but anyhow. Do not say that. You stop it. Anyhow, what did you, the, the rest of the community is going to be really pissed off at you. All your subscribers on FRL are going to just like fall off. Like, we ain't listening to this dude no more. <laughs> ben, listen though. What do you make of Kobe's comments though? Saying that they tried to make a Hamzat versus Kobe fight. Kobe hasn't fought now. Oh. For a long time. Yeah. Part of that is because I think he knew he had a title fight in hand and he wasn't going to mess that up. Do you think that if they offered Kobe Covington a fight with Hamzat, he was like, okay, I'll do it? Or you think Kobe said, no, this guy's not professional? Because that's what it sounds like to me. It sounds like to yeah. me like Kobe said, we can't trust him. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's pretty wild because Kobe has not fought since March of 2022. So we're, we're talking, that's, 21 months of not fighting it's a really long time um i don't know whether to believe him or not on that one I, i'm not really certain whether they actually tried to make that fight but chamayam also has not been super active right so he fought um he was super active it was he did the three fights in 2020 in like two months right it was july yep, july yep. september and then he didn't fight again for another year till october of 2021 and then he fought again april but then um you know, he, he hasn't fought, he fought one time in a year, which was Usman. So he's kind of been a little slow again. Um, he's had these periods of inactivity. So honestly, I don't know whether to believe Colby. I would probably just lean towards not believing him um, since he's the one that hasn't fought in 22 months. And if he wanted to fight, he probably would have fought. How, 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 how are you in Covington? Good? You guys are good? No, I think he's an idiot. <laughs> what? Why? Yeah. Like, has time not healed the wound? Like, where did it start? Or, like, what, which, what, like, I just don't I understand. One time, Daniel, this is 2000, and we'll say, well, I'm going to take you back, 2009. This dude, now he was like a good college wrestler, right? Yeah. Like, he's all American one time, but he's once. He's a two time All American, I believe. No, no, no. He's counting as Juke All American. That one doesn't count. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> that one don't count. Um, okay <laughs> this dude so he's beating this arizona state kid i'm coaching and he just mean mugging me the whole time and it's like bro why are you looking at me i'd pin you in 30 seconds like stop stop looking at me you know like he was just like a strange dude you know it's like come on you suck like get out of here no, but um, you just said he's good now he's good at fighting he's a he said a he's good, good at wrestling he was a good college well wrestler. you know he was good there's levels daniel it's like you yeah. were olympian you would consider someone who's a one-time college all-american like not all that good You'd smash him. You're so funny. Would you you're or not? So I'm over here telling the truth. Just, you're just making up stories this time. I'm not going to put myself into this position like you're doing right now where I'm calling people <laughs> out. I never said that. But No, he did. He was, he was making funny eyes at me. Um, so Colby's been like just a, kind of a strange dude. I don't know. I thought since the beginning. But he is yeah. very good at fighting. That's, Do you that's think he true. wins next week? Do you think he wins against Leon Edwards? 
I, I kind of feel like, I mean, well, part of it's we haven't seen him in 22 months. That That's a big part of it. Um, but Leon Edwards has just continued to improve and get better. I've, I, you know, his takedown defense has gotten better and better and better. Um, and I, I think he outstrikes him. Um, so I, I'm going to say Leon Edwards, but I, I'm not like, it's like a 60-40. Like I think there's 60% chance Leon wins, 40% chance Colby wins. Uh, I would prefer Leon because I think Colby's annoying. I don't know what you'd prefer. <laughs> Dude, why? You're crazy. I saw Kobe Covington on an ESPN interview the other day at Trump Dorrell National, and I saw he that. came on a helicopter. It was the sickest entrance I have seen for an interview in a really long time. <laughs> Did you see Brett Okamoto walking all tough like he was on the... Brett, this is not your airplane, Brett. This is not <laughs> your airplane. Brett's like, Did you see Brett? I was like... It's like, you know, you could have secondhand embarrassment. Like when you see somebody and you're embarrassed because they're behaving that way. I watched Mm -hmm. Brett Okamoto get off the helicopter like he was just this big shot. It's Colby's helicopter, Brett. Why are you bullying (laughs) Brett Okamoto right now? Brett's like getting off the helicopter like he's freaking (laughs) Colby Covington. That's secondhand Uh, embarrassment, Brett. Calm down. Okay, Ben, I know you're on vacation, so I got to let you go. First off, you said you'd probably believe Hamzat Shemaev and you do want to see him at UFC 300, right? Which yeah. I believe will be headlined by Conor McGregor and Michael Chandler. Do you really think so? I do. Still? I do. I Aren't we only, how, how close are we? Three months? Four months? It's in April. It's April. 300 is like around April. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Conor just had I'm... a new baby. Conor just had a new baby. Michael oh. Chandler put out a statement the other day saying that he's good. He said Conor's trying to stall him out, but he's going to wait for him. I like, saw, yeah, I Mike, of course you're going to wait for him. Like, you're a very smart man. Like, why wouldn't you? The only way you don't wait for Conor McGregor is if you're, like, about to get a title shot. But if you're in Mike's position and you're not necessarily, like, close to the championship, you're waiting for Conor McGregor. And I, and Mike yeah, seems like I, a guy that's pretty good at, like, managing his money. Yeah, I, it sucks, though, because now, um, now it's been – he hasn't fought in over a year now. So Chandler? No, 2022 you know he did get busy he was three fights in 2021 which is great two in 2022 uh hasn't fought in over a year now but uh i don't hate the theory that connor's trying to wait him out like it seems like Connor wanted to happen it would have happened i mean right they've been talking about fighting for how long now and can i tell you something that's kind of weird to me you know it's kind of weird to me oh my god i saw the usada people the other day in austin and i went into the room they always had a room for usada and I said, guys, I said, thank you. I appreciate the work you guys have done. I said, because it went far in legitimizing the UFC as a product by having such a recognizable name. And we did all the pleasantries, right? Yeah. Next week is their last show. Conor mm-hmm. McGregor is in the USADA testing pool. He has to be in the USADA testing pool for six months. USADA's gone. Why can't they just fight? I don't understand. That's like, what I said. Like, why did he even get in the pool? In six every... months. It was so weird. Why did yeah, they get in the pool? But why did he even get in it at all when they're gone in two months? Like, That's like, what he I'm saying. October. Weird. It makes no sense. Some of the None. shit that happens in the world, dude, I'm always kind of like, what the hell? This makes yeah. no sense. Like, zero Can sense. He, like, has he taken any tests? Have you, like, have, well, have they tested him? I'm not. You seem like the type of person that would actually be on the USADA website seeing if people got tested. Like, I don't... <laughs> Dominic Cruz says stuff like, I don't research. Yeah, I'm not researching to that degree. I don't care who got tested. I just love that they are getting tested. 
But it's weird though. Like, why get in the testing pool if they're gone in two months? Like, just doesn't. Yeah, that's uh, that's super weird. It doesn't make any sense. All right, last thing before I let you go, Ben. I know you're on vacation. Alex Pereira's coach, Glover Teixeira, and friend said, maybe we see him at heavyweight and he gets three championships. Is this Connor used to say that? Is this the most realistic guy that could potentially win a heavyweight title and be a three division yeah. champ? Um, I, I mean, at this point, I'm going to say yes, for sure. He is the most likely. Um, but I, so I was talking, I thought three titles, it was to me, it wasn't you won in three different weight classes. It was that you held them all, but simultaneously, you know, double champ is simultaneous, 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 simultaneous. Yes. Yes. And obviously, um, whatever, it's still impressive because I don't believe no one's ever done it. Correct. What? No Three different ways. Three? Nobody's yeah. done three. Nobody's Nobody. Done Nine um, people have done two. Nah, okay. So I would say he has he absolutely has a chance. Or ten uh, but I, I'm picking Aspinall or John Jones over Pereira. Right. For, well, my biggest issue yeah. for him is this. He still can be taken down. He still can That's be taken down. Issue. John and Aspinall are they got solid takedowns. And, and they're, they're big. big. That's yeah. yeah, they're big. Because Right now, I see this dude doing crazy stuff, man. I watch him take Yuri Prohoshka by the hands. And yeah. you, did you see the fight? Yeah, of course. You know how he defended ground and pound? By grabbing Yuri's wrist and not letting him punch. He yeah, was, was holding. Weird. How big is his? How big are his hands? He'll roll your wrists out of there and, you know. Like... Elbows, right? That, that, that's not being a wrestler. I think yeah. a really good wrestler could cause some issues because you know how to roll to the elbow. You know how to wrist fight. You know how to pummel with your hands. Like, it can still be an issue. I think ultimately. I got a, I got a deep question for you, Daniel. This is another topic, but I've had like three people in Australia ask me about this. And this is my, I, you know, I always thought this, and I've never asked you, but are you the one who taught Khabib the wrist ride stuff? So Khabib and them knew how to ride the wrist a little bit. What we did was I was showing, I was showing him just collegiate wrestling ben, yeah folk style because it's endemic yes. to folk style wrestling yes so what we did ben when those guys all were there and we all started when i first got to aka and i first started coaching i would run all the wrestling practices so ben i taught these guys how to wrestle i taught them stand-ups i taught them referees position i taught them how to chop and ride i taught them all those like base collegiate skills because my belief is if you want to wrestle in mixed martial arts you better learn to wrestle because yeah. otherwise you don't apply it folk very style well. Folk, style folk style wrestle. So yes. I won't take credit for it because those guys were riding wrist before, but just teaching like are showing different ways to get to those positions inside wrist. It, it kind of sounds like you're a, you're an, a traitor and we need to kick you out of the country for making Why? the Russians good fighting. No, they're, they're, they're really good at it now. Hey, <laughs> dude, there's an old school video that came up and I was teaching Khabib how to get to the clinch, inside knee, sit him to the inside hip. There, Dude, mm -hmm. I, I'm going to find that video and put it at the end of this video. This was when he didn't even speak English. So if anybody thinks I'm lying, I'll get Luis to find that video, Ben, and show it. But I was just kind of teaching him how to go into the shot. Knee goes inside. I, it, it was crazy because I don't even Damn. remember doing it yeah. to see him apply it so effectively as his career yeah. went on. He was a sponge, though, man. Made it easy. But yeah, yeah. I, I think it would be hard, though. One, to heavyweight would be tough just because of the wrestling aspect. And once he gets down, 
the the amount of weight yeah. that those guys have. Adesanya kept him down, right? Adesanya kept him down. Yuri kept him down. Everybody that's taken him down have been able to hold him down for extended periods of time. So, yeah, and if if John if John Jones or Tom Aspinall are on top of you, that's gonna be not if good. If John Jones is on top of you and you're not laying good. there, he's gonna elbow you. Like if he Hard. was holding John's wrist, John's so long he would elbow him and really mm -hmm. like tear him apart from the top. It's crazy. Yeah. All but, right, I ben. mean, he still would have the right. He, uh, sorry, I because I, I do have to. <laughs> he would have, yeah, the potential to land something hard on the way in. But once he's down, it's probably not going to be great. And he does some weird stuff when he's defending takedown. Still, too, he does. He does some weird stuff. All right, mm -hmm. my boy Ben, you are Thank the you. man. We appreciate it, bro. Go and uh, enjoy your family. Enjoy Australia. And we'll get back next week. Guys, until next time, like, subscribe. Tell your friend to tell your friend that I got a YouTube channel. And I'm getting with Funky and the Champ all the time. Until next time, peace. Hey, guys. Back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck, yeah. And some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> Love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done.